Hey everyone, welcome to the Music Marketing Monday podcast. My name is Andrew Southworth, and today we're going to be talking about Spotify Wrapped, why it's cool this year, and why you should do it. So Spotify Wrapped is a thing that comes out every single December 1st that kind of summarizes the year in listening, meaning all fans or listeners on Spotify are going to get a summary of what they've listened to the most this year, how they've listened to music, etc. And every artist is also going to get a, a Spotify rap that talks about how their fans have consumed their music, how many people have listened to them more than any other artist, etc. By the way, if you're new here, you can go to musicmarketingmonday.com and join the newsletter. Join over 6,500 other music artists, managers, labels, etc. Getting actionable music marketing advice every single Monday sent straight to their inbox. Anyways, yeah, Spotify wrapped. So this has been happening for several years now. And last year I talked about it and it was very exciting last year. And a lot of what's happening this year is very similar to last year, but there are a few new uh, nuances. Now, one thing a lot of people ask me about Spotify wrapped is because they see the stats on December 1st and they're like, this doesn't feel accurate. And, and the reason is a lot of people don't realize that Spotify wrapped only includes data from January 1st to October 31st. So obviously it doesn't include December because it couldn't because it comes out usually around December 1st, but they don't include November. And Spotify said in the past that they don't include the last two months of the year because they want to filter out uh, essentially holiday listening habits that kind of skew everyone's listening behavior. But also they need some time to process all that data, which who knows how much how true that is or not. But <laughs> anyways, that's that's the kind of gist of how the data comes out. So let's go over the new things or the exciting things that you need to do specifically by November 15th. If you don't do them by November 15th, they're not going to be included in Spotify for Spotify Wrapped 2023. So just like 2022, Spotify Wrapped 2023 has a video component to it. And the way it works is that you record a 30 second video and upload it to Spotify. And any fan who made you one of their top artists for the year will receive this message. So think about that. They're going to get a list of artists that they've listened to more than anyone else. And you very well may be in someone's top 10 artists for the whole year, which is amazing. You should be super proud of that because the first time I noticed that, I honestly almost teared up. I think I did tear up because I was like, that's crazy. I'm not a big artist, but there's people out there who listen to me more than so much other music. And that should be something to be thankful for. So think about that when you're filming this video. You're thanking the people who chose to listen to you more than the millions of other artists in the world. So when you film that video, think about that. Now, in that video, you can include links, call to actions, music, text, etc. It's really just for thanking your fans. So don't try to think about it as marketing ploy. It's just a way to thank your fans, which in and of itself is kind of a marketing ploy because, you know, the more thankful you are, people are going to appreciate, they can tell when you're being authentic and that you appreciate them and then they're going to appreciate you. So, so keep that in mind. The next aspect to it, aside from the video component, is you can promote your merch. Now, this was also something that happened last year because last year Spotify announced a partnership with uh, Shopify. So Shopify is the biggest online store platform and Spotify announced that you could link your Shopify to your Spotify account to show your merch on your Spotify profile. And they were saying that you could essentially, if you did it before Spotify wrapped, they would promote your merch to your uh, to Spotify wrapped, anyone that had you as a top artist. And they did that. <clears throat> but this year they're expanding on it. So you can do two things with it. One, you can create a discount code for your top fans, which is cool. And then two, Spotify will automatically recommend up to five of the merch items that you have featured or tagged across your 
catalog. Now, when I was setting this up, I couldn't get the discount code to work. I don't know why. Spotify said just to go to merch, special offers, and then click the create discount button. But I didn't have a special offers area. So I don't know if there's a size component or or, or what, but or maybe it, I'm gonna get it later. But you know, we're supposed to have access to it. It says it right in the website. Oh, hey, just go and do this. You can make a discount code, which I think is a brilliant idea because basically it's you can automatically have a discount code sent to all of your top fans, which is super valuable, right? They're going to get it right in their Spotify for artists. The most dedicated fans that you have on Spotify are going to see a coupon code. So my theory was, I'm, I'm just going to make a coupon code that's amazing. Like, I don't even care if I'm losing money or, or whatever. I'm, these are the top fans. If I can get them to just make the first sale and make it super worth their while, then ideally they'll they'll become merch customers for, for life, right? If I make a super amazing deal to get a merch item, I'll deliver on that order. I'll over deliver. I'll send them some free goodies. They'll be super excited. And then hopefully they'll buy more merch in the future. But I don't have access to the discount code thing. So we'll we'll see. Um, the merch items is going to recommend some merch items from your catalog. You don't have any control over that, unfortunately. Now, the third component is that if you have any tour or show dates coming up, you can list your shows on your Spotify and they'll include those shows to your top listeners on Spotify Wrapped. So as long as your show is through one of the supported ticketing partner sites, which is all of the big ones, I would imagine if you play through smaller ticketing platforms or individual venue ticketing platforms, you're probably going to have a problem. But if you're through AXS, Ticketmaster, uh, Songkick, NoCap, Gigantic, Eventbrite, you can list your tickets. Now, if you're doing a virtual event, they do also support Ticketmaster, Songkick, Stageit, NoCap, and Nugs.net. I don't, I've never heard of some of these platforms, but um, you know, keep that in mind. But if you have supported stuff, you can link to that. So you have to do all this stuff by November 15th. So you have, you know, two, two to three weeks or so um, to get that stuff figured out. I would definitely do as much of it as you can because again, this is just free. These are the most interested fans you have on Spotify. It's just free real estate for you to expose them to yourself with a video, your merch with the discount code and the merch items if the discount code works, and then three year shows if you're a touring artist or you're doing virtual events and stuff like that. So I highly recommend doing it. This week I had a couple new pieces of content. One was I, uh, I had a video on how music distributors actually don't pay the same per stream. So for example, you might have music through DistroKid and then also uh, TuneCore or CD Baby, and a stream isn't worth the same across each of those distributors. They all have their own rates. Um, and this is based on a study from Ari's Take. So check out that video. If you go to musicmarketingmonday.com, you can find the links or just go to my YouTube channel. Just search Andrew Southworth on YouTube and you will find that it's one of my most recent videos. Well, as of now. <laughs> um, the next video I had is on a new community fan building tool called Rivet. It blends a link in bio with an email list a membership platform and more. So it's kind of this all-in-one platform that you use as a link in bio, but it, it kind of automatically collects emails. It has a community aspect. There's like a point system that fans can try to like unlock items. Um, and it's 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 free right now up until January 1st, 2024. But then if, if you subscribe through my link, you get a lifetime 50% off discount code. So check out, again, in the, in the show notes, the this article for today's episode is also, uh, it has the links to these videos and stuff like that. There's some cool news this week. Uh, TikTok Music launched in three more countries without the UMG catalog, which is a pretty big deal. Usually they try to <laughs> nail down the catalogs before they launch to countries, but TikTok Music said, screw it. 
probably realizing that most of the uh, most popular music in the world is, is actually not from UMG. I mean, there's a lot of huge songs from them, but a huge percentage is actually independent nowadays. And then, of course, there's there's other ma majors. There's Sony and there's Warner, right? So um, they did it without it. Netflix raised their prices again to $22.99 per month in the U.S., further widening the gap between video and audio streaming platforms. It's a pretty big deal, right? Spotify launched their, uh, raised their prices by a dollar. Netflix raised it by like three. So um, it's kind of all these streaming platforms are realizing that they, they're not sustainable. They have to raise their prices. So Spotify, Apple Music, Deezer, like they'll probably continue to raise their prices, which is good, hopefully, for us artists, considering that Generally, streaming platforms pay on a percentage basis. So if they raise the prices, we should all get a raise as well. Uh, this AI platform called Moises um, announced, I don't know if I'm saying it right, they announced a voice studio that lets artists license and sell their own voices, which is pretty cool. And then Universal Music opened up a retail store for super fans in Tokyo to interact with the music that they have on in their catalog. The quote of the week is by George Lucas. <laughs> sorry, George Lucas. The sound and music are 50% of the entertainment in a movie, coming from George Lucas, which if you think of Star Wars, uh, think of what some of those scenes would be without any music at all or with bad music, and you can imagine how he's correct. So if you're not a member yet or not subscribed yet, go to musicmarketingmonday.com to get actionable music marketing advice sent to your inbox every single Monday morning. My name is Andrew Southworth. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next week. Bye.